0: Welcome into the eSports Network Podcast. We talk everything and anything eSports and gaming related. And sometimes it has to involve the grassroots, the local competitions, the local people. And here to help me talk about a specific kind of arena that they're opening up in, across Texas and across the U.S. Let's welcome Tristan Doherty, the arena manager over at Belong Gaming Arena in Pearland, Texas, just outside of Houston. Tristan, uh, thank you so much for coming on the show, man. I appreciate you taking time out of your, your busy Friday. I'm sure your upcoming weekend as well to kind of come on the show and, and talk about uh, the, the belong gaming arena outside of Peland
1: yes sir that's not a problem at all I'm excited to be here
0: awesome so in case people don't know Tristan you yourself you're a gamer you've been working with uh, Pearl Land location for the past four five six months I'm assuming uh, kind of getting it set up for their when they had their, their opening in August and then, so in case people don't know, belong gaming arenas uh, out of the UK and then kind of branching into the US. Focus on delivering that grassroots experience to gamers of all levels. Whether you're a pro, a novice, a semi-pro, you know, they got top spec PCs, consoles, uh, stages. They got you know they're leading the way when it comes to, to, to local esports events. They already have what twenty five ish locations open in in the UK and a lot more to come in the US. So, uh, Tristan, I mean, how did how did you find yourself uh, you know you know first getting into gaming? Let's go, let's go back. How did you find yourself first getting into gaming and specifically competitive gaming?
1: So when I was younger, um, gaming originally was just an outlet for me. You know, I, I lived in a low-income area um, and I really wasn't allowed to go outside for that reason because it was dangerous. And gaming was really my outlet. Um, it gave me something to do. And I ended up um, one day, I was I was 11 years old, 12 years old, and I met this guy on um, on Ranked xbox i mean for, you know ranked mm-hmm. gears of war and he you know he said you know you're good man you need to go and try to compete um and he pointed me in the right direction he pointed me you know in pretty an M O G when M O G was uh, still involved with gears of war mm-hmm. and you know that's kind of really how i got into competitive gaming it, it started off as an outlet for me and it turned in you know to a career for me and it, it, it's changed my life
0: so uh, you start off with Gears of War. I mean, how did how did your your I guess your your gaming career uh, I guess uh, go about? You know, the twists and turns. Where did you end up like going to tournaments, teams? How did that end up working out for you in the end?
1: So, you know, from 11 to 15 years old, um, I, I wasn't able to really compete or really go anywhere. You know, as a parent parents really, well, before they really were not too fond of gaming, um, that stigma is really changing nowadays because, because you can make a career out of gaming. Mm Um, when I really started getting serious into competing, I was 15, 16 years old and I actually got kicked out of my house. My mom tried to, my mom broke my Xbox and threw it out the window and I ended up going to live with my grandma. And, you know, from then on, that's when I really started to take competing seriously. Um. I was 15, between 15 and 17, you know, I was in school. I was, I still wasn't able to compete, um, but you know, you know travel to events, but my grandma did allow me to practice online and, you know, playing online events. Um, and as soon as I turned 18, um, I was able to travel and my first event was Mexico, Mexico city, Mexico. Wow. And I haven't looked back since.
0: Wow, man. That's, that's insane. I mean, uh... That your story unfortunately isn't is one that I, that's like uh, you know uncommon you know, I've heard stories like that before where people and, and their parents just kind of don't meet together at the same time and it, it happens but I mean th- would you say like that kind of like helped propel you it was It was a motivating factor for you once that happened to kind of like pushed you further and push you to keep going
1: Yes, definitely you know I, my whole my whole career um, and the extent of me being a professional gamer was really to prove my family and parents wrong that you could make a living and a career out of gaming.
0: And so how how long ago was this Where this when this all went down? I mean you you were you're 15 16 you were kind of competing online and then you got kicked out. How long ago was that from so now I guess.
1: So I'm 24 now so that was almost 10 years ago when wow. I uh when I first got kicked out of my house. Um, wow. and it's been 6 years you know of me actually competing um and four, you know covid kind of put a halt on on events, on live events. Um so everything's online now of course, but yeah, it's been almost ten years.
0: Man, that's that's insane to think about, man. Ten years ago, and it's so. I guess now, now the, the question is like, how how are you still with your family? And I'm sure you and your grandma are, are tight and all that. And but how are your parents? Are they still kind of like on the fence about this gaming thing, or do they realize like, well, this is kind of the, his own path that he's made for himself?
1: So you know, my, you know, God bless my father. He's not with us anymore. But uh, my dad was. Um, my dad was real supportive of me. Supportive of me. It was my mother and my my father or my stepdad um, mm. that that were real strict about gaming. Um, and to this day, I really don't have a good relationship with them. Um, but you know, it is what it is. Yeah. And I really got to. I wouldn't change anything because gaming has changed my life for the better, and it can, and it's going to change a lot of other people's lives as we could as the industry continues to grow.
0: Right. And, and and because you're sharing stories like yours, I mean, other people out there will listen in and they'll say like, wow, that's, that's a, that's a similar situation that I'm dealing with. That's, that's something that I relate to. And I'm sure throughout your line of work and throughout, you know, your, your career, you kind of met other like-minded people who've had that same situation upon them. And so you find other people like that and it kind of, helps it come together but i mean i don't i don't, I don't want to go in a downturn that i was just you know I, I love hearing about people's journeys throughout you know their gaming careers and yours is you know uh it's it's a special one that i i've i've kind of i kind of delved into a little bit but i wanted to see i wanted to hear what you you thought about it and so i'm, I'm happy that you you were uh you know confident enough to help share that story with us and so i mean uh, let's 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 uh let's brighten up the mood a little bit right <laughs> <laughs> how did how did this opportunity to, to work with belong come about I'm, I'm assuming like the pandemic hit in the middle of a of a pretty promising gaming career and everything like that. And then it, everything kind of put the brakes on it and you're, ju- you're just kind of wondering what to do next. And then Belong comes along and, and, and how explain that situation for us.
1: So it's crazy how, how I heard about Belong. I was, um, you know, like I said, I don't have, I have an okay relationship with my mother. My, um, just a little backstory about her. Um, she's diagnosed with congestive heart failure. So I was actually sitting in the ER, wow. um, with her while, uh, really when I saw the post. So, um, I saw, I saw the belong, you know, job posting on Twitter by, um, one of our engineers, Casey Kramer. Um, and I just decided to apply, you know, I was sitting there going through it. I I looked up belongs, saw what it was, saw what they were about and I applied and I got the email the next day, um, asking, you know, to set up an interview and the
0: rest is history. Wow. <laughs> and so, I mean, you, you, you apply for the job. I mean, uh, I'm assuming it was, it was pretty traditional, like interview process to get in and, and everything like that. Uh, but I mean, you go ahead.
1: No, no, go ahead. I'm sorry.
0: No, I was, was going to ask. Like, did they have to, they have you like prove anything? Did they have you walk around like the, the the construction of the gaming arena, or what did that really uh, interview process look like for you?
1: So when so, I got so so when I was interviewed, um, COVID was still really at its peak. Mm-hmm. Um, so everything was virtual. Um, it was all through Zoom, and I went through four interviews um, and really all they you know they were just trying to get a, a feel for me and, and what I've done and just to make sure everything that I was saying was really true um, and once they were able to validate and verify you know that I was actually a professional gamer that I have a background in esports um, by that final interview they were you know they were excited to have me on board and I was I was more excited I think to be a part of Belong than they were excited to have me on board so wow. I, I was super stoked when when this opportunity came about.
0: Man, that's, that's insane. That's awesome. Man. I mean, it's it's uh, it's crazy that you just one day to the next can change just, just like that. I mean, before four, four, four separate interviews to kind of get into the job. Man, that's that's stringent. I'll tell you that. that that's a, that's a rough one. But I mean, I'm happy to hear you got the job and it works out well for you. I mean, before you got that job, uh, I mean, before you saw that job posting, what did you know about Belong beforehand? Had you ever heard about them before? Or was it kind of just like inklings from social media you kind of heard here and there? Or what was really your knowledge about Belong? on gaming as a whole
1: so leading up to you know me applying or, or even when i applied um belong is a uk based or was a uk based um you know corporation previous to them branching out to the us um so there wasn't very much information for me to look up other than what belong uk had and um so i really didn't have really any prior knowledge to me applying i just saw arena manager you know it's in esports you get to you know, I I really was just drawn to it being a position in the career field that I was looking to go into, um, and I was like, why not try? You know, let me try it and see where that goes. And you know, now I'm here. Um, a little background previous to me actually working at Belong. I was I was a manager at Dollar Tree. Um, you know, while you know while competing, mm-hmm. and you know, Dollar Tree. Um, yeah, I, <laughs> I, I was a manager at Dollar Tree previously. So so to be able to come into you know uh, an industry and a field that I love to do every day you know I wake up and I enjoy what I do every single day so it doesn't even feel like a job
0: and trust me I'm 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 familiar with the with the, with the dollar tree my wife loves <laughs> it man she's she's a teacher she gets all of her, her cheap stuff out there and it's uh it's a field trip every weekend to go out there so uh, I I get it but you know sometimes you got you to gotta put in your dues working at, you know, the part-time jobs and, and the full-time jobs. And then you know, something like this comes along and it, it, it's really kind of a, a blessing in disguise, you know, it kind of just pops up whenever you least expect it. And it happened to you, you know, uh, just kind of looking around and expect it. And it happened that way. And the same thing with me, man, I was the same way. I was just, like working at a Spanish radio production station and I got this job offer to host a podcast. I was like for gaming. Ah, I guess so. I'm not going to say no to that, but let's do it. I mean, so, so uh, tell me about your specific location, Pearlland, right? Like what what's special about it, or is it more just like um it's the same you've seen at other UK arenas, but is it something different here as well? I mean you, you you've been working there since before it opened, kind of getting it set up and ready to go. What kind of makes it special to you?
1: So first off, it's the first arena in the US. So that's you know, that makes it special within itself. This is the first you know, it, it it it's not our flagship store, it's not gonna be our flagship store, but this is the first arena in the U S so that alone makes it special. Um, you know, and, and what makes, you know, my arena and, you know, Belong arena special is Belong has a digital platform that connects gamers, no matter where you're at in the world. Um, and it allows people to compete and play against each other and and not even really just compete really just, if you just want to come in and casually play, you know, Belong has a, has that platform to allow you to meet people that you wouldn't meet otherwise. Mm. Um, you know, each arena does have their own, their own squad and what, what each squad is, is, um, eventually when we have more arenas open, you will eventually have to come in and try out and qualify to represent us against the other arenas in a belong hosted tournament called arena clash. Um, and that's what really separates us and, you know, makes us special is, is it allows people to to really show off their skills, really amateur or professional, um, is really bridging that gap between, you know, AM and pro there's really not, you know, a stepping stone to go from AM to pro you either, you know, make it or you don't. And, and belong is allowing amateurs and semi-professionals to come out and even professionals, you know, to come out and compete against other people, you know, of their same caliber of skill
0: Mm.
1: Mm. on a grand scale, really
0: no no man I I like it man it's it's, it's not just you're not just building up your own arenas you're building up your own like internal league you know and that's kind of it's uh similar to like uh, the independent league in, in baseball kind of it's, it's its own little thing but still kind of helping propel professionals to to, to another career uh, height if you will right so it, it makes sense to me I love it I mean uh, I've been I've been paying close attention up here to the uh, belong arena in grapevine which is right by my area and so I was like I was wondering how this 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 whole kind of squad uh, arena squad versus arena squad was going to work out so I mean what games uh, are you guys looking to compete in uh, in terms of this this internal league guys are setting up i mean i'm assuming it's gonna be spectator events as well once you guys get it all running
1: yeah so people are gonna be able to come out and you know watch you know watch the squads compete against each other um, in terms of the games that we will be running that's still that that's still on the table um, they're working that out right now um, we really won't know that until we have a few more arenas open
0: Mm, no, I feel that it's, it's still kind of COVID is is rampant. So you kind of have to figure out what games, what, you know, spectators, if there's going to be any travel involved. I I, I feel it. I mean, uh, it's, it's, a, it's a long and stringent process. But let's talk about you a little bit more, right? You're the arena manager, which is a, a hefty title. What does the day-to-day activities of an arena, of an arena manager look like? Is it, um, you know, it's not always fun in games. I'm assuming you got to kick out some people, right? Kind of, you know, lay down the law, if you will. Or is it is it a little bit more, you know, laid back?
1: So at Belong, we've really um, pushed for and you know the culture and the environment we're trying to we are bringing to the arenas is you know everybody's inclusive. That's why we that's why Belong that's why that name was chosen. You know everybody has a place to go and compete. Um, There's zero toxicity. There's zero. You know, of course, you know you're gonna have you know you get a three piece. You know you're gonna get hyped, um, (laughs) but you never you never get toxic against you know another person. Um, I haven't had that problem yet, and I think it's because of you know, the, the policies and procedures that belong is put in place to make sure we have a safe and healthy environment for everybody.
0: Yeah. And uh, can you speak a little bit more to that? What kind of, uh, you know, steps are you guys taking to make sure people are either, you know, spaced out or wearing masks or, or coming in vaccinated? How, how is that working out for you guys?
1: Um, so we do recommend everybody does wear a mask in the arena. Um, we don't require vaccinations and as far as, um, You know, the cleanliness every time anybody touches anything, whether it's for a second or they're sitting down at the station for, you know, three hours, five hours, um, it's sanitized as soon as that person gets up and leaves
0: hmm mm, i got you that's perfect that's I mean, that's I, I love to hear that i mean you guys are surrounded in games and you have spec'd out pcs it should be kind of cleaned up like that so i mean tell me about these pcs man like how exactly spec out are these things i mean i'll be talking like a little rinky dink laptop on a desk or is this like an actual like full-fledged machine on a monitor keyboard my, you know mouse everything set up
1: yeah so we are partnered uh with h ohmen by hp so they so they they did pro- provide the rigs for us um Okay. We are also partnered with ViewSonic. They provided the uh, monitors for us, and HyperX provided all the peripherals for us. Um, so that you know that includes the mouse, keyboard, headset, um, and then the mouse pad. Um, we are equipped with each station. on am Gaming Chair. We're also partnered with them, and you know at every station in my arena and arenas moving forward they're gonna have uh playstation fives at every every station Oof. which we do in my arena
0: very nice man you guys okay so i, I was kind of just thinking like oh how specked out could it be very specked out i'm more specked out than i was expecting i was looking at pictures i'm like i wonder how crazy this gets very crazy man I, I like it i mean this this is uh this is something next level for sure i don't think i've ever seen this at you know this kind of money pumped in to an arena in a in a in a in a very long time. And we up here we have the uh, esports stadium, Arlington. That's like you know the biggest North American dedicated uh, you know esports arena. But for some like like Belong, this is something a more grassroots, and this is a lot more uh, you know what's it, what's the word I'm looking for? It's a lot more. Uh, you know in your face about it which is awesome you know i I love to see that so talk to me about this stage you guys have set up this this arena the arena itself right the the stage that people play on how exactly do you you get to play on the stage just like a you know once in a while we have an event and we'll throw an event up on the stage how does that work out
1: so my specific arena does not have an actual you know grand stage Mm -hmm. um we my arena is a 4,800 square foot arena. We have 48 high end gaming stations. We have 36 pretty much out in the front, uh, you know, area. And then we have a private room slash party room where people can rent that out for tournaments. Or if a kid wants to have a birthday party, um, that's kind of what we do. And, you know, in terms of having a grand stage, what we do do is when we host tournaments, um, we have a bunch of big screen TVs in the arena. So mm. we are, we can put, you know, the people, a person or a team on those screens to where people can, uh, you know, watch them.
0: And, I, and I'm sure it gets hyped up during those. Right? I, I mean, I've I've talked to um, Thy Ashes from Gears of War, and he was he was telling me about the 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 trash talk that goes on in those 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 really competitive, really ultra, you know, sweaty <laughs> Gears of War lobbies where it's just like people are yelling across the room at each other. So I'm sure. So but
1: <laughs> I got a question for you. Yeah, I'm sorry go to cut you good. Good. Ha- have you seen that Gears of War um, clip with? Optic, you know, explosives. Oh my gosh, crazed. yes. Dude, I, 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 I'm, I, I'm on the other side of that. That's my team.
0: Are you kidding me? That's you?
1: that's well that's well not the one that explosives is yelling at but the other guy praised yeah yes yeah. That's, that's me yeah, oh that's, my gosh that's my team that oh, was my team
0: i want to uh, link that in, in the podcast description because that video is like gears of war i guess history right Cause that's, Yeah, that's that was on twitter for a hot hot second and it was all over the place and man i am so sorry who are on the other side of that i'm just saying <laughs> i know i you know that the whole optic squad thing was was great but man i'm so, so sorry.
1: Well, leading up to that, you know, I, I think I, I think we got that much heat from Optic because um, we were talking a lot of smack to the teams <laughs> leading up to that. So leading up to that match. Um, so it, it it definitely, you know, I understand why they did that because of how crazy we were getting to the to the previous teams, you know, leading up to that event. I'm just to get a little in depth to that. um you know, we beat a bunch of teams that we shouldn't have beat that event. We beat Rec, which at the time was a, a big organization. Um, Rise, we beat Simplicity, which, you know, at the time are are big organizations in Gears of War that have the best teams in the game. You know, they're, they're fielding the best teams at the game at the moment. We we went through all of them to get to Optic. And, you know, at the end of the day, we, we did lose. Um, but it was an experience and it was something that I'll never forget.
0: Man, that's... That is insane. That's, that's some, that's some weird, like, that's awesome stuff. Man, that's, that's, that's such a great little, little tidbit about you and, and, and your, your past career as a, as a, you know, as a bona fide Gears of War gamer. I mean, so, I mean, we got to talk about belong though, right? Because this is, this is the, the, the whole point of the, of the podcast episode. I'm going to get distracted, man. But I mean, I'll get it. i I have more questions for you after this, but, uh, how often do you find yourself kind of in front of a station, uh, playing games yourself? Or is it mostly just like, I'm here to work. I'm not here to play. What does that day-to-day kind of aspect look like for you?
1: Yeah. So, you know, Belong does encourage us to to be uh, familiar and aware with our station systems and games. So, you know, they do encourage us to sit down and play occasionally. Um, I I personally don't sit down and play. I am the arena manager. Just, you know, so I got to make sure that the day-to-day operations is, you know, is good. But, but but my staff, you know, on occasion does get to sit down. Like, for example, a couple weeks ago we had... Uh, a lot more simulator, like we we were partnered with him, right? So we, I had to make sure that my staff knew how to how to you know, how the game ran and what the leaderboards were to make sure that they knew that they were telling the customers the right you know, the right thing. So, you know, we do get to uh, sit down and play occasionally, but that's that's not really our focus. We are here to work and you know, we're here to sell fun and make sure that our customers are having a great experience.
0: For sure. I mean, uh, personally for you, I mean, what is, you know, the most exciting part of working at Gaming arena? Is it, is it the people? Is it the, the people you work with? Is it the people above you, the customers? Is it all that combined into one,
1: you know? So as a whole, um, belong or, you know, Vindex is changing the game in the way that they, you know, how corporations run They're, They, they treat their employees. Great. You know, being a part of this company. Um, I've never been a part of a company that takes care of the employees like that. um, Along with, you know, my staff, my staff is amazing. They, you know, I, I handpick my staff and they, um, you know, they love being here and, and it makes my job easier when, when my employees love, you know, to be at a place that they work at. Um, Like I said, when, when you love something that you do, it doesn't feel like a job, right? Yeah. Um, And, you know, along with the customers, right? So I I get to see customers, new customers, new kids faces coming all the time. You know, the, the new generation of kids are coming in and seeing, that you know there's actually a there's actually a career there's actually a field for them to try to aspire to be in you know um and that's really exciting for me to see because you know as a kid i wish i had something like this you know on on a national and international scale because you know my mom would have probably took it more serious than Mm. she did um and on top of that you know i we so you know we occasionally get uh you know, Sony consoles and gets, you know, we're, we're getting those in the hands of gamers, true gamers and to see people so excited, you know, they've been waiting for a year, you know, since the PlayStation five has dropped to be able to get their hands on one. To, and when people come in and are able to buy one, they, you know, the joy on their face is, is, is something that I, I won't forget. You know, I remember almost every customer that comes in and buys a PS five because of how happy they are, because, you know, a dad has been trying to get one for their kid for a year and they haven't been able to find one. Um, that right there is probably the, the, the most exciting and the most joyful thing that I get out of working here is just, just to look on those kids faces when they get to see that, you know, there's a place for them to come compete, um, and things like that,
0: man, that's. I, I love to hear that, man. That's, that's kind of the whole grassroots experience that people don't realize is, is big out, out, you know, out in the, the gaming community. You know, it's not always just the big screens and the big arenas and the PCs. Sometimes it's something, you know, local, small, right next to you. And it's right there in Pearlland and soon to be across the whole U.S., right? We got locations opening up in Columbus, Nashville, Chicago. Uh, like I said, Grapevine earlier coming soon. All those are coming soon. But Pearl is the first one opened up and that's kind of the, the real litmus test for for, for belong gaming arenas as, as soon as that comes up but i mean what has been i guess the most memorable like event or moment that you've personally experienced at the gaming arena was it something like a tournament or, or the first time the doors opened what was the most memorable moment you had
1: so i i think not not i think it's our grand opening weekend you know we had the, the traffic we had um was insane and you know just to see people's expressions and you know faces when they saw that this is actually in Pearland Texas you know um I really did get a lot of comments saying you know I I never thought that something like this would be in Pearland um this is the first arena in the U.S. and y'all chose Pearland you know people are just super stoked about that um and you know the most memorable moment for me was so we hosted a Valorant tournament um on our grand opening weekend and you know a kid's mom and dad were sitting here with him the whole time while he was competing. You know, the kid, Mm -hmm. you know, he, it was just cool to see his parents, you know, sit there and support him. And that, that alone was the most memorable moment for me just to see that, you know, the stigma is really changing parents, you know, and, and adults are, are starting to change the way that they look at gaming. Um, So, yeah, that would be the most memorable moment for me is, is just seeing, you know, parents come in and supporting their kids to doing something they love.
0: I mean, it's like you mentioned, it's a new generation of kids. It's a new generation of parents, man. They, they kind of understand it a little bit more. They grew up with, with gaming a, a lot more in their lives than, than the previous generations did. And now it's kind of changing and shifting the way gaming is being seen as an industry. So, like, you're, you're, you're on the cutting edge, man. You're in, the, you're in the right spot right now. I'm telling you. This is good stuff right here. So, I, I got to ask you, man, right? So, Gears of War 6 comes knocking are you going to make an attempt to, to, to go pro again? Or are you sticking to the, the gears of war six tournaments you guys are running at the, at the pro Line location?
1: So I actually, I, I never officially retired. I still compete online um, because gears of war has transitioned to online. Yeah. So I do compete, you know, um, still, I just don't put in as much time as I used to. So if I, if, if the opportunity is there and I have the time to compete in Gears of War Six and it's not interfering with what I'm doing here, at belong, then of course I'm going to compete. Gears of War, like I said, you know, it changed my life. You know, it mm-hmm. it, it it was an entryway into what I'm doing now, um, and it, like I said, it kept me, it kept me out of trouble when I was growing up. It was one of the only steady things in my life. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. When, from from when I was a kid to now, and so yeah, of course, if the opportunity is there and I and I'm able to do it, I'm going to do it.
0: Mm, I like it, man. And so let's say, I guess the squad is called the, the Pearl Land Archers, right? That's the the, the the arena squad. If you had a chance to kind of be the one dictating who games, what games you guys play, I'm assuming Gears 5 slash Gears 6 is going to be up there and you're going to captain that squad, mm-hmm. right?
1: <laughs> so I would definitely, you know, I would suggest definitely to get, to, to bring Gears of War into, you know, our arena clashes. They actually did run an arena clash in the UK um, before pre-COVID. Uh, for gears of war five so it is possible um now what now what i will say is you know because i work at belong i can't i can't compete and belong host tournaments, which is you know obviously understandable yeah um but of course i would definitely be in you know on the front on the front line making sure that you know everybody is uh is you know trying their best if gears <laughs> of war five gears of War six um was to come onto Arena Clash.
0: I can hear. I can hear that tone of voice. It was like I'm only saying this because I can't compete, like <laughs> legally. But I, <laughs> man, if it wasn't legal, I'd be competing. I'd be up on that stage. I mean, no, you know. trust me. I, I feel it. Right. It, it's a conflict of interest. I understand. It. It's completely understandable. So, I mean, so very quickly, I, you answered all my questions, man. You knocked him out of the park. I can't ask for any more except for this last one, right? I mean, yeah. You, you grew up in a in a situation where gaming wasn't very well accepted yet and now 10 years later it's, it's kind of becoming the norm but there's still obviously some kids out there coming up with the same hurdles you're coming up against if one of them happens to listen to this or somebody knows somebody in the situation what would be your message to them in that moment
1: you know, as, it's, you know it's a tough when one <laughs> I was going through that yeah when i was going through that i i felt like you know my world was ending at, at a you know as a 15 16 year old i didn't understand why my parents didn't want to support something that that i was you know that i loved that i that that i found a passion for um what i will say is you know now there's a lot more information out there i'm on you know on the internet and you know the, these publishers are really pushing you know to make it known that competitive gaming is a career field and not even you know not even just competitive gaming you know people might want to compete but that that may not be the route that they take forever you know there's so many different opportunities in, in this industry now, you know, from commentating to streaming to, you know, running production on these live events to, I mean, there's just so many different things, Um, you know, you you being a team manager for professional teams, um, you know, so what I would say, you know, to people that are going through something similar, like I went through is just don't, don't give up hope on, on that dream because you never know what is going to come about, you know, what, what you're trying to accomplish, you know, the few, Nobody knows what the future holds. And, you know, when I was 15 or 16, if I would have, I, I, if I thought that I was going to be in the position that I'm in right now, I would have called myself crazy then because mm. I thought that, you know, there was, I was never going to be able to make it because my parents didn't support it. And that's not necessarily the case. You don't, of course you want your parents support, but you, you, you got to just keep pushing forward and, you know, keep chasing that dream.
0: Mm. Tristan, man, you're speaking truth out there, man. You're speaking truth out there, and and people... They respond to it as want you, uh, you, you went through a journey and then now you get to tell your story and how that kind of turned out for you and hopefully other people kind of realize what's going on and and, and they come into the space as well so thank you for, for, for sharing that story i know it's, you know it's not always the easiest but i want to thank you again for coming on and, and sharing your story so if you want to catch up with the belong pearl Land location where can they best do that what social media what streams can they watch uh where can they get in touch with you where can it all happen
1: so, if you wanted to catch up, if you wanted to catch up with us, you would go to our website at belong.gg or follow our main Twitter account at belong Arenas. And if you wanted to keep up with, you know, the local arena in Pearland, you're gonna go ahead and go to belong pearland on twitter
0: Mm, gotcha 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 that's perfect man so of course uh belong arenas popping up all over the u.s soon 2022 you'll have probably (laughs) about a dozen and a half locations across the country and uh you know pearland was the first one so don't you guys forget we had them on here first and uh tristan again i can't thank you enough for coming on the show man i appreciate you telling your story telling us about the the, the pearl Land location what's popping off there and man it's just it's a it's a great great time to be had over there outside of houston
1: thank you for having me on i it was it was a really big pleasure
0: no no problem at all he's uh tristan doherty arena manager over the belong gaming arena in Pearlland and i'm kevin Carey right here on the esports network podcast <laughs>